Judah and Matthew are dumpster people, and they occasionally use foul and inappropriate language. Listen at your own risk. Welcome to Brother Date Mailbag Edition. I'm Matthew. I'm Judah. Uh, what's happening, Biscuit? Uh, well, you know how I'm mentally ill? Sure. <laughs> yes. Uh, in all of the general and specific ways, I know it. Yeah, that's right. Um, and... Uh, Alright, so, first of all, there's a huge possibility we've talked about every single point I'm about to make before. <laughs> but I do like mm. the both the hesitation and the preamble. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, you know how music particularly breaks my whole brain. Yeah, yeah, like uh, modern, like um, modern love. Sh- I mean, sure, uh, and particularly music with lyrics. Mm-hmm. Like I can't not hear them, and then I have, let's say, obtrusive thoughts about, uh, you know, so someone starting a song with "Think about it" or. Mm-hmm. She's loving me with those arms. I just know it. Sure. Or for me, things like, uh, um, sun so bright. Yep. Exactly. <clears throat> um, well, I've had COVID recently. Uh-oh. Uh oh. We missed a week because of it. And one, the last symptom that's really fucking hanging on is my sleep is very disturbed. Oh, is it because of breathing or just because? So, sometimes it's just like, Takes me half an hour to get a good period where I don't have any coughing fits so I can fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sometimes it is just sudden congestion. I still have a little bit of congestion. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and and I don't know. It's just who knows, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so last week I was awake in the middle of the night, like three in the morning. And I came out to my computer and just started catching up on some YouTube videos. Sure that i hadn't hadn't seen and are you familiar with the channel summoning salt i am not okay summoning salt is a speed running historian is oh. how i'm going to describe it. then yes i am okay like yeah. oh uh, this is the entire history of speed running in final fantasy 6 or whatever yep exactly okay, i don't sure. know if he's done final fantasy 6 but i wish he would yeah whatever you know etc but yeah, um, well, all of his videos have the same song as an intro. Mm-hmm. It's called We're Finally Landing. It's by the band Home. I sent this to you earlier this week as homework. Did uh-huh. you listen to that at all? I listen, I did get a chance to listen to it. But right, I don't know so, if you've got clips or what. No, nah, it starts like this. stop it right there because the next chord breaks a pattern um but those three long held chords are identical to the chord progression in the queen song radio gaga oh sure right 
I don't was, know if that. <laughs> we should specify that is one of those songs that we heard a hundred times in our home, a thousand right. times in our home growing up that I don't remember ever hearing anywhere else, really. No, as far as I can tell, that is by Queen, right? That is Queen, yes. As far as I can tell, that's the only Queen song our parents ever listened to. Yeah, I don't remember a single I've other one. I've never heard any other Queen song. No. And you'd think... You'd think that dad at least would have liked the song about fat-bottomed girls. <laughs> yeah, it seems like I would have been up his alley for that reason. Or but maybe he just went all the way to uh, Big Bottoms by Spinal Tap. Maybe that was sure the deal. Yeah. Um, or, or how about just uh, Flash? Oh, oh sure. Yeah, he was exactly. every one he, of us. He enjoyed some things about the movie, like the fact that it had Brian Blessed in it. As exactly. The, Prince of the Hawkmen or whatever. So there are some things that would have led you to believe our dad in particular, and possibly our mother too, would be into Queen. Yeah, and, is, and by the way, Radio Gaga is such a weird choice to be the only Queen song. Uh, it it really is. Uh, first of all, like it can't it can't be the worst Queen song, can it? <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's the worst one. No. Okay. But it's okay. it's so eighties. Yes. Um, and it is a song about nostalgia. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I watched a couple of these summoning salt videos, which means I watched like two or three hours of videos because they're long. Right. Um, and then for like two days, I had Radio Gaga stuck in my head just because (laughs) those three chords that open it are the same as the chord progression to Uh that song. Okay. Well, that's not the link I had made when you sent it to me, but I did make a link. Uh, and the question, so that song being in my head gave me a, a, put a real question in mind that I wanted to ask you. Mm. And this is the thing I think we've probably talked about. Sure. Is there any good spoken word interlude in a song? We've de- we did a whole segment on this. Maybe it was copyright removed. I don't remember mm. where we talked about these. And the only ones I could think of were the Supremes. Okay. You know, cause uh, the only one like I- love is here and now you're gone or whatever. Yeah, that's all right. That or um, I'm going to make you love me or whatever. Uh, and with each beat of my heart. Yeah, <laughs> For sure. every day? I hunger apart? for every waking hour. I hunger for every night. <laughs> okay. Okay, the <laughs> only one that I could think of when this idea was tormenting me, mm-hmm. and I realized that we need to, I need to connect the dots here because there is no spoken word interlude in Radio Gaga. Yeah, right, right, right. Uh, the only one that occurred to me that was any good at all was Vincent Price's interlude in Thriller. <laughs> Just because he's reading a poem. Right. Like, that's the only one I want to hear. Everyone else, I'm basically like, nah. Okay. Nah. I think we probably talked about this before when that Taylor Swift song, Look What You Made Me Do, Mm. came out. And she's got that, she's got a real dead read in there. And I think a lot of, let's say a lot of singers should not be voice actors. Uh, Yeah. Because a lot of these spoken word makes me shrink in my seat. Like, I, my my shoulders hunch up above my head and I just kind of sink away from the microphone yeah what happened to the old taylor oh she, she old taylor can't come to the phone right now why oh because she's dead <sighs> it's not good um so yeah the only one i could think of was uh, was thriller and i briefly thought of putting together some kind of crazy quiz where i gave you i just named the songs and you had to do the as much of the spoken word interlude and i would grade you based on percentage but it would take too long we couldn't do it live yeah you know i don't know if this counts as a spoken word interlude i think this just takes the place of a verse but i did also just now think of now down in harlem at a table for two they sat four of Ah. us me your big feet and you (laughs) 
Yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's that one's not too bad. That one's not too bad. Um, Who is that? Is that the Ink Spots or something? What that's you... the Ink Spots. Yeah. yeah. Gosh, Although I don't know big. that they're the originator of that song. A lot of people have done that song. That's uh, an interesting one. Don't like it because your feet's too big. Can't stand you because your feet's too big. I hate you because your feet's too big. Yep. <laughs> um. <clears throat> but yeah, so that Queen song was stuck in my head for a couple of days, and I kept it's it's a song written. At the very beginning of the music video era. Sure. About how, hey, there's someone out here that still loves radio. It's like an answer song to Video Killed the Radio Star. Sure. Or maybe it also covers, like, the growth of TV in general. Mm-hmm. Because he says stuff like, everything I had to know, I learned it on my radio, etc. Right. But it's, it is a pure nostalgia song. And I, I believe in the... Judge John Hodgman maxim that nostalgia is a toxic impulse. Sure. But just thinking about that reminded me of what I think is the worst nostalgia song ever written. Okay. Um, and that is Come Dancing by the Kinks. That's <laughs> so... Oh my, wait, did I send you a screenshot of me listening to that? No, I don't okay. think so. I, I meant to, but it was so late at night and I was so tired. It came... I was listening to music... I was just all the songs on my on my iPhone, and I was laying in bed in the dark listening to music, and that came on, and, and I was just like, and you were like, oh no, and I was like, oh, I should send you the the screen grab of this just so I can complain about my life or something, but I was too tired, so I didn't do it. But I thought maybe I had because then you brought it up. No, that no, was recent. Um, that was like I don't know, like last week or the week before. Yeah, no, just the just the pure nostalgia, like. Uh. Man, down at the pally and everything. I don't give a fuck. Uh-huh. And I hate his delivery all the time. Well, he's doing a character from the East End in that. Ugh. He, people, I guess, I guess he thought that people thought the Kinks had gotten out of touch, and the way he was going to get around it was by putting that on. Uh, well, I don't see. <clears throat> I'm always very mad at the English for having their own culture. Because yes. they make references to things and they they subtly do things that I don't understand because I'm not from there and I don't know enough about it. Oh, yeah. Well, it makes 100%. me so grouchy. You know what they don't do on K-dramas? Have... Make references to Korean people I don't know. They don't do it. They never do it. Ever. There's never a reference to a Korean person. They just don't do it. That's very interesting. It's not even Sejong the Great. Uh, very, only if it's an historical drama, really. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I mean, like, almost every other time, they just avoid any any kind of cultural point that it might confuse somebody who doesn't know. Uh, but British, I totally get what like you're that. saying. Uh, I don't. I don't know how. I don't know how old I was, but I, the number started with a three or a four before I figured out what he was saying in come to what a pally was in come dancing. <laughs> right. Yeah, oh, it's so weird. That song just—it just happened to me, and I was like, oh, I'm, I really am tortured. This is my life, and I'm tortured in my life because this song anyway, is playing." Um. So I was thinking about that song because, again, what a what a trash nostalgia song. My sister always did. Yeah, it's about a sister. It's about the Davis brothers had six sisters. Oh. And so that many. it's about a particular one of his sisters who 
had like a bad marriage and was living in Canada, but she'd come back to visit him for his 13th birthday. She was visiting the family for his 13th birthday. Oh, okay. And she went out to a, a local dance hall, Palais du Danse, mm-hmm. um, and died of a heart attack. An un, sort of a congenital heart defect. See what I mean? I wouldn't have known that because I'm not, I don't know anything about the British that they just die of heart attacks. Right. Yeah, dancing. exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, that if they go to Canada, sometimes it turns out their, their hearts are too weak mm-hmm. anyway. Uh, yeah. So, but yeah, the, the, but this is like an imagined conversation with his sister who died when he was a teenager or an imagined, uh, future. You know, yes. An imagined future where maybe he'll ask his sister to go dancing because they miss the dance halls so much because England has changed and yeah, they tore them down. God, that's right. Could they? Uh, so that, that made me want to puke, but uh, then I remembered the terrible spoken word interlude in that song. Oh God. Yeah. Where they, he's observing the sister window. and the guy. <laughs> Two silhouettes by the garden gate. <sighs> um, yeah, that, 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 uh, is, so that could be the worst one for sure. That might be the I worst. Think, I think there's a list. possibility that that's the worst, but it did prompt me to ask you the question, are there any good ones? And <laughs> yeah, I guess some of the ones from the Supremes are tolerable, and I like Vincent Price yeah, when he busts Look at me now. Thriller. <laughs> the way she gives Actually, that. Well, the noise <laughs> cell makes that song, <laughs> yeah. for sure. Well, the walking... James Chambers in space also does a pretty um, good job. Oh, I was in the grocery store the other day, and... Uh, you're the composer mm. of the song. Yeah, the My Heart Sings. Well, I, I don't remember That's where in the, my heart or whatever. The, what the full title of that? Where the title of that stops? I think it's just called the composer. The composer, mm-hmm. sure, uh, was playing, and I'm like, this is like my twelfth favorite Supreme song, <laughs> and I'm still <laughs> so real good. glad to be hearing it in here. <laughs> That's what's so great about that number one hits compilation that I had. One, there were like fucking twenty five songs on it because I had so many goddamn number one hits. But yeah. two, they were just fucking bangers, just banger after banger after HDH banger, and they all came out like three months after the last one. Yeah, that compilation Jeez. definitely goes from strength to strength for sure. It's, I mean, even when you start with when the love lights shine or whatever, uh huh. That one's hot. That's well, just bombastic. Hot. And then sure. you go all the way through to, um, you know, someday we'll be together or whatever. Good stuff. Yep. Uh, no matter what sign you are, all that. Uh huh. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, my uh, my brain was tortured for like five days by, <laughs> uh, by first Radio Gaga and then Come Dancing. Boy, it's really too bad we had to uh, postpone the pod then because you could have got all this off your chest a while ago. Like, well, it was actually happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it could have been fresh. Instead of just stewing on it and making you listen to the uh, music that the guy who does the video game speedrun histories. <laughs> I have watched some of those. Theme. Mostly, oh, yeah, I only watch those... them when they're games I played. I don't watch the random ones. For me, it falls. So, boy, I sure use YouTube as therapy a lot. And that's why I'm get, I get madder and madder about the ads. No, Which they're not great, just man. just get worse and worse all the time. Just pay for the thing, then. I mean, I should, but then I feel like they've won. Mom's getting it for free through uh, Cricket or whoever she has. Oh, interesting. Uh, but so, but I have I really use YouTube to relax me. So, if you like, look at the kinds of videos that I watch on YouTube. It's machining videos, uh-huh. um, furniture restoration, art restoration. Well, it does sound relaxing. Uh, 
one I've just started this week watching are gem cutting videos. All right, that's now you've now you've gone officially gone too far. Oh, I see. <laughs> now you're a gem cutting guy. Now you're like gotta, body. Now you're a gem cutting guy. I just got to put all them little facets in there. <laughs> And then at the end, it looks like jewelry instead of just a rock. Sure. I mean, I understand the concept. I've seen jewelry. Uh, I'm not sure you do or you wouldn't say I was like Mari with his trains. <laughs> um, when you sent me that song, when I heard it, I immediately thought, this is either a song that John Boyce has used many times in his videos, oh, or it sounds just like a song that John Boyce yes, has used many yeah, times no, in his right. videos. And... um. And those videos, uh, those videos are in the same category to me. Like, I will watch a secret base video about yeah. the highest ever scoring college basketball game, which featured DeVry University, <laughs> not because I care about college basketball or anything, <laughs> no. but like, I do like documentary format. And mm-hmm. the, but the problem I have with most documentaries that people make is they're bummers. They are real uh, bummers. Yes. Yeah. And that is definitely not true of secret base because they, the subject matter is kind of necessarily not that heavy yeah it's a all video sports. a video about the remaining scores that are possible to make, make in football that have never happened the th- score does me out yeah yes <laughs> and the that's why i watch those speed running videos even if it's a game i've never like i have never played like oh it's the it's the world w- world record progression for mike tyson's punch out i've never thrown one punch in that game <laughs> that was sure. not a game we had as a kid i don't care about it i will watch that video for sure though yeah. Um, did you ever watch the Dave Steeb series by John Boyce? Oh, I don't think I did watch that one. All right, I think it's four parts, and it's baller, as always. Yeah. It's got all the things that a John Boyce project has in it. What um, was the one about the decline of a, a name in sports? Was it Bob? Was it Bob's? They have, we have, we've yeah. got a Bob problem or whatever it was called. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, watched watched quite a bit of that. Um... You know, Marjan's been telling me that you're going to have to look out for certain COVID symptoms. <clears throat> now that uh-huh. you brought it up, um, one of them apparently is that your brain might shrink. So, all right. Well, I don't measure it routinely. So, yep, that was what I said to her too. I said, I don't know, is that a thing that people do? And she's like, I guess only if you've had like an MRI or whatever recently. Yeah, and that's the kind of data you can technically get. I think um, probably that's a sign and not a symptom. Um, like it's something that the doctor can tell you has happened, not something you can report to the doctor. Yeah, uh, yes, yeah, 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 a side effect, I guess. And um, another one is that your beard might fall out. So uh, that has not happened. Okay, so maybe you're maybe you're doing pretty good on the long COVID front then. Uh, I think so. Like I said, I've got a couple of lingering symptoms, but they're not they're not really crushing me except like this fucking sleep thing. Do you, because you know how she's always after Shannon, right? Like she's just after yeah, her. Yeah, she's like gunning she for her constantly. Can't let her fucking breathe. Like she uh, just constantly thinks that Shannon made bad life decisions, even though she never met her until like a couple of years ago. <laughs> she's only ever met her virtually over Zoom, and she's she just didn't, she didn't know her when we were all in our twenties making bad decisions. Just rides her so hard, and it makes yeah, me upset. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, it is baffling. Um, she looked like she was hunting for things for you to be scared about. She just kept coming up with more symptoms that you uh, yeah, have to yeah, worry yeah, about because yeah, yeah, you have yeah, yeah. you got the the Rona. I get it. Makes sense. <laughs> um, did you, did that come about, Matt? Because after one game night, you said something pretty innocuous, like "I like that Shannon," and then but then she's just been <laughs> stewing about it. <laughs> oh, maybe. Yeah, I might have said something complimentary. Yeah, yeah, she seems, yeah that was you know what? She's she seems pretty good with the grammars, perhaps. And then yeah, Marjan was like, like "Fuck Marjan that!" Like, I see. I get it now. I'm I'm the grammarian here. 
in this house. Um, well, that's good. That's, I'm glad we're working this out on the air, all of the problems that you're having with yeah. the musics, because uh, I don't think you can just quit the musics. So you're just going to have to keep dealing with it. I mean, I listen to less music than ever. Me too. Like, I didn't have to go listen to Radio Gaga for my brain to be ruined for four days. I just had to hear something that sounded a little bit like it. Yeah. Um, we played a pirate game. Oh yeah, we did. We and we we played a one one and a half hours of Sea of Thieves the other night. I I've been itching to get back to it, but it's so hard to find times to do it. Yes. But um, it was fun. It was uh, the first ship we saw. I attacked instinctively. And yep. they seemed like they were fleeing, but I guess they dropped a swimmer or something, because suddenly there was a guy on our ship, and he killed us both and set our boat on fire. So yeah. that was fun. That was And that f- happened within <laughs> three or four minutes of getting on the ship. We seriously, we were on our first voyage wherever. We just sailed away from, from the outpost, and we were... Yeah, we hadn't even figured out how to know where to go yet. We didn't we know anything. We were just sailing. I should not have shot at those people, for sure. Um, but that was fun. The, the person clearly thought that we were done for, but we, we did the hard work and bailed that ship out. Um, and then also I picked up a powder keg off of an island <laughs> and I brought it into the ship's hold and then I whoopsie didn't push the wrong button and exploded it. And our yeah. ship was in grave danger. <laughs> we did spend, um, an unreasonable amount of time in that one play <laughs> session fixing the ship repairing the ship and and bailing out all the water below decks yes yeah um but we did end up sinking the other ship of the people who we were who we engaged and then we had to flee from and then we came back and those idiots i don't think were on their ship anymore and we fucking sank it yeah that was good Um, and you said that you have made a little progress and you think next time we play we might even be able to do a quest yeah i played it again not only briefly really but i was able to figure out some of the mechanics that i think will give us more direction in terms of like what the hell we're trying to do so um so yeah that'll be fun so we started playing that um but not much else is going on and i guess we're already 20 minutes in so we might as well hit the hit the mail beezy uh, it would help if I had turned up the iPad after uh, after I played that clip. I'll do it for you. Mailbag! Bye, brother date. Bye, brother date. Bye, brother date. All right. Our mailbag today takes us back to like one hour after we recorded the last mailbag. All the way back to the 7th. Yeah. When you tweeted just an hour too late for the mailbag and you were retweeting... Um. A tweet that says, in 1400, the dog of a murdered man dueled a man it accused of being the murderer. It's pretty good. There's a little uh, excerpt from something. I don't know what this is from, but um, it talks about how uh, in fucking in, in Paris or whatever, some dude got killed in front of his dog. And... The dog kept barking at a, at a guy, and they legally... This was reported to the <laughs> king, who decided it was definitely an accusation by the dog and arranged for single combat trial between the accused and the dog. And the dog clamped his teeth around the guy's throat, and the guy gave up, and then he was executed for murder. <laughs> it is... Uh, truly, it is out of Game of Thrones. It's but so- in... 
1400 in France. That was just real. <laughs> He's, he said the dog accused him of murder and set up single combat trial between the dog and the man. That's so... Yeah. That's pretty baller. Also, I think also, the king was According bored. to this, it was a greyhound and like... Oh, yeah. So skinny. Listen, I don't like to make big proclamations. I'm not... There are a lot of dogs I don't think I could take in if I greyhound. <laughs> They're so slight. They seem very breakable. I mean, quick. Definitely quick. But sure, like, sure, sure. I'm not going to try and run from it. No, I just... I this is know, a dog man. you fight. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. This is a dog you stand and fight. And you yeah. say, I didn't kill that man. And it's important that you scream it at the dog. Shout at it that it's a liar. Mm-hmm. You lie. Or maybe you just didn't see it properly. I don't know, but I wasn't or even maybe there. maybe you just don't like me. I That's wasn't, the basis of all of this. I wasn't there that day. So you, you're you confusing me with someone else, dog. Uh, anyway, um, just an interesting yeah. account. Yeah, that is good stuff. It's like... In the old days, if they accused someone of bestiality, they would execute the animal, too. It, 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 this stuff just got pretty wild. Justice has come a long way, and I know it still has a long way to go. Sure. And, and it's gonna apparently it's going to turn all the way back around until there's no law to fit your crime. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, it used to be pretty wild. Well, I mean, like I said, man, kill all the lawyers. Which was done! Also on the 7th, you... Uh, retweeted a, uh, I guess just an image hmm. that uh, says Texas football in the 12 years before King of the Hill aired, 77, 60, and 2. Texas football in the 12 years since King of the Hill stopped airing, 83 and 71. Those are both, you know, in the low 50s percentage wise. Mm-hmm. Texas football during the 12 years King of the Hill aired, 128 and 27 and one national title makes you think it does make you think maybe you know it was just in the air in texas huh (laughs) all that propane and propane accessories talk was getting people riled up the made the football better somehow for sure um yeah how are you this is mm, this is not your first college football season with a baby, no. but um, he's probably doing more now than just uh, eating and pooping like he was at this time last year. So, oh, sure. Are you getting a chance to watch any of the college football, and does it still excite you the way it used to? Yeah, college football is still the best. It's the best thing. And uh, I watch as much of it as I can. I'm, you know, counting the days until Maction begins so that I can watch it on Tuesdays <laughs> and Wednesdays as well. By the way, November 1st, tune in. Tuesday, November 1st is when Maction begins. That late in the season, huh? Yeah, they save it for the last month. And then every one of those weeks they play on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. There will be a few weeks before that where there start to be some Wednesday games. But Tuesday is for the real sickos. Just the absolute fucking degenerates. Like, uh, yeah, I know I just had football Thursday, Friday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and now Monday, but, like, I cannot wait for Tuesday football. <laughs> so, yeah, no, uh, I still watch it, and he watches it, too. He's not supposed to, but, um, you know, the screen's on. He's going to look at it, and he loves the football men. He can't yeah. help it. Uh, even though he no longer wears a helmet, he still identifies with the football man? I think he does, yeah. I think I think wearing the helmet helped him identify with the hockey man a lot. 
Uh, it was more of a hockey helmet. Yeah, and uh, I wonder if he'll give a crap about hockey now that he uh, he doesn't have the helmet anymore. But um, this is a good question, and I I look forward to the results of this experiment. Yeah, I'll try to turn on some hockey. They're in preseason right now, so yeah, they must it must be about to start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think first or second week of October. So uh, we'll see whether he's into the hockey men, but he loves the football men. That is excellent. I watch no sports now. I, I'm not even watching uh, weird illegal snooker streams on Facebook <laughs> or uh, Spy Party on Twitch. So what? You, you dropped Spy Party? I just don't do anything live anymore. Wow. You know? That's interesting. Like, I, nothing um, I have to be there at a certain time for. I mean, I get it. That's why college football is so great. Because it's, it's always on? Kind of all, when it's in season, it's kind of always on. Because I, I miss large swaths of it, but if I turn on the TV, there'll still be some on. Um, wow, no Spy Party even. That's crazy. That was your sport. That was your season began when Spy Party began. That's crazy. It was. You know, Crazy Kaylee retired. I don't want to get into it, but... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they added a couple of new levels, and... Oh. I just haven't played it in a long time either. Well, sure. That's a fun... I don't know why we didn't think of that when you wanted to find a game we could play together. Um, it's because you kept you were always wiping the floor with me because you had seen and observed so much Spy Party. Yeah, yeah that's, I guess that would not <laughs> It be wasn't super fun because it wasn't super competitive. <laughs> You'd be like, ah, I think I did that. I think that was pretty smooth on that one. I only kind of stutter-stepped like 11 times <laughs> that time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ah, oh, shit, that was... T- I didn't even mean to banana bread that time. I'm really just <laughs> fucking myself up this time. <laughs> Uh, on the ninth, Ryan wrote in asterisk Geralt, and uh, also I approve of this explanation, and also yay for quizzes. Oh, did we do a quiz? Oh yeah, you give us the A plot B plot. Yeah, we did A plot B plot. That's right. I wonder what explanation he's saying, but I there's just not enough detail there. I don't. Know. I mean, if it was uh, if it were referred to uh, also Geralt, maybe it was an explanation for why he can only do shitty little oh. defensive magic. That's right. Okay, yeah. good. Uh, you, Matthew, you follow an account called Nashville Severe Weather, or mm. technically Nash Severe WX. Yes. Yeah, they posted a blog that just said, the title was, when will we fall down? And then it says, I don't know, but here's some data. Um, and then he does some more lyrics, and I, that's obviously, obviously everyone knows that that's Toad the Wet Sprocket. Toad the Wet Sprocket. So I had tweeted at them that I didn't think anyone else remembered that song. And they uh, tweeted back saying that, I guess, they're still touring and writing music and they'll be in Nashville next month or whatever. Did you tweet to ask, and um, do you play keyboards with them? Or what's your like? <laughs> yeah. what's your connection here? Because uh, it is, is not just that you lived in the 90s. Yeah, this is very odd that this happened. You're a weird guy, is what I should have said. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was a funny exchange. You also uh, tweeted your buddy Bum Chillips. You tweet this dude a lot. It's one of my favorite follows, for sure. Um, and he uh, he was doing a thread about how... Well, uh, it was Tennessee, Tennessee week. week. He's a Florida fan. He went to Florida, and they were playing Tennessee. So it was Tennessee week, which meant he had Day to Day three of listening to Copperhead Road on repeat. <laughs> right. Uh, which I know is a he... personal favorite of yours. <laughs> Well, it is. Um, 
I guess this is the way that we interact with nostalgia. Yeah. Is that when one of us thinks of a song that our parents listened to a lot when we were growing up, we just post the name of it or a link to mm-hmm. a YouTube video or just just a reminder that the song existed to the other one. Yeah, like recently you sent me Keep On Walking by Spanic Boys. By Spanic Boys. Hey, did they only have that one Spanic Boys album? Because every time I've looked at one of their songs but in the times we've talked to each other about it, it's been that same record image, same album cover. Yeah, listen, I don't know. Um, like, how... Uh, first of all, I don't know how they found that album. Seriously. Did it... There doesn't seem to be any to record that, of their existence. Right, they didn't listen to that much radio... No. Where would they ever heard of the Spanish of Spanic boys? Well, did they I don't just know. get into the Columbia Music catalog? Dad listened to a lot of radio after that time. He might have still been listening to a lot of radio yeah, back maybe. then. Because remember, he would listen to all the the dumb the dumb stations with the bad. He music. did listen to K Pig or whatever, like tape off the radio. And stuff. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is true. Um, but like. Because if they really liked that record, why didn't they get more records? And then, then we would have heard songs off other records. But like, I think well, I, I mean, think "Keep On Walking" and "Fucking London Town" and uh, uh, "Down the Line," whatever, rolling down the line. Yeah. I think those are all from at least the image that was associated was the same image each time. Yeah, I think it must have been. But like in those days, the only way you'd know if a band had a record album out was you'd be at the record store mm-hmm. and you'd be leafing through and you'd get to the Hispanic boys section. And I assume just tower records just didn't have one. Like they had it yeah. for that release when it was out. And then after that, they didn't, have if that they put card. out more records, they just, there just wasn't a little car that they would, you know, you'd see the old copies that people sold back of that one Hispanic boys record in miscellaneous <laughs> S that's right. And exactly. then, <clears throat> but like, there was no way that they would have had access to in the eighties to look up to see if there were no. other Hispanic boys records. No, you know, you would go there and you'd, you'd, if anything was there, you'd go, Oh, I haven't seen this one. And then maybe you'd yeah. take check it out. But yeah, exactly. otherwise there'd be no way to know. Well, anyway, uh, anyway, Copperhead road was definitely one of those songs. And um, he, he said the people in the YouTube comment section for Copperhead road, were doing shine math. Yes. <laughs> And uh, someone named uh, Tyler Brandon, which, by the way, is exactly right for someone who really <laughs> loves the song Copperhead Road. <laughs> yep. Tyler, there's something about the name Tyler that just seems real possumy, you know? I mean, it's true. But then also, who has the last name Brandon? Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Uh, anyway, the comment that uh, that Bum Chillips posted was, I was curious, so I just did the math, and 100 pounds of yeast is enough to make 6,500 gallons of mash. Went to town twice a year, so 13,000. After distilling the mash, that's about 4,000 gallons of alcohol. Moonshine season runs about 26 weeks. <laughs> that's my favorite thing in this entire post. You're like, we're supposed to understand what he means by that. That'd be running about 153 gallons a week. Three to keep, 150 to bootleg. <laughs> Sounds like he, capital H, he, of course. knew his stuff when he wrote this. Yes, he, God. Otherwise known as Steve Earl. Uh, AKA Steve Earl. <laughs> Speaking of possum me, every time I looked at that guy, I just thought, oh, this guy's stringy hair and it's fucking the video, there's so many close ups of that guy. Cause I well, I had to watch the video, you know. Yes. And uh Steve Earl, not not great. Not great to look he, at. 
seems to be the mandolin player, if the video is to be believed. Uh-huh. Which I guess explains why there's mandolin on the song. Yes. It does not explain why there's bagpipes. No. That one's for the ages. That one is like, because he's also a Vietnam vet, and I don't know if the bagpipes are supposed to, like... Uh, They're reminiscent of a funeral Yeah, in someone's some fucking military funeral or something. I don't fucking know what he's supposed to be doing there, but... You know, he went with it, and uh, as you also pointed out, our mom did think that this song rocked, so... Well, it is... It begins with a loud, loud bagpipes, mm-hmm. and then very gentle instrumentation, just mm-hmm. some mandolin strumming and and so on. And then after the second verse, there is some guitar work that kicks in. It's It doesn't rock that much, but like it definitely, compared to the beginning, it does. But yeah, our, that's that's the point where... Our mom would start pumping her fist and dancing around. <laughs> to cover it, bro. What is wrong with our parents? My, uh, my mom lived in California her whole life until last year. Yes. But I think she still maybe fancied herself a, a, a good old American. I mean, it's a real good question. I assume that what they like about Copperhead Road is at the end he starts selling wheat. Ah, that's right. That is true. He comes back from Vietnam with a with a new plan. That's right. And and then there's one there's one little section that suggests he has PTSD. Right. Yeah. He, he, the DEA has got choppers in the air. He wakes up screaming like he's still. But anyway, yep. if you do read the YouTube comments for the Copperhead Road video, the people who like this song think it is an absolute masterpiece. Yeah. No one's just like, oh yeah, I remember this. This rocks or whatever. They're all it's, like, this is the fucking this is the great this explains my life and it explains Uh everything i like about life (laughs) i mean yeah basically it's not the way i like the song smell your dick by risque (laughs) i like it every time i listen to it i i like it a little more i mean in many ways it explains my life and it explains all the things that i like about life yeah to be fair i might break bread with one or two strippers yeah the idea of breaking bread with strippers is i think that's why I always think, you know, and in the end, I couldn't be a rapper. That's the one thing. I don't think I oh, could yeah. be creative enough with the uh, with the with the verbiage. There's a certain amount of it's that, that, that that's confidence, right? Like, mm-hmm. I could not, I could not write a rap and in the rap say, "Bitch, it's curtains," because <laughs> I'm not confident enough to no. pull that off. Yeah, no, there's no way. If I break yeah. bread with one or two strippers, that would mean you got to yank my zipper, pull my zipper? Pull my zipper, yeah. Pull my zipper. The people who like Copperhead Road, and, and it is it is three short verses. One about his, his granddaddy made moonshine and maybe killed a revenue man. Yep. And then his dad had tuned up a car, for again, for run and shine, but... Got in a car accident, for which there are no details other than you could smell the whiskey burning down Copperhead Road. That's right. And then the third verse about how he got back from Vietnam, and the DEA better not come down to the holler because he learned a thing or two from Charlie. There you go. Uh, So, you know. (laughs) That's a masterpiece. (laughs) Yeah, well, still glad I brought it up. (laughs) Oh, I mean, me too, except for the fact that that was the thing that was tormenting me musically before Radio Gaga <laughs> was Copperhead Road. I was just like, just in the middle of the day, I'd just be like, 
Buy a hundred pound of yeast and some copper line. Everybody knew he was making sh- moonshine. Yeah, everybody knew that he made moonshine. <laughs> <sighs> yep. Six days ago, Ryan wrote at Brother Date. I think that's the most adorable anecdote about your wife I've heard so far. I assume the one where she was late for work. For playing the video so. games. Because the next thing he does say was, uh, I'm 100% guilty of being late to work because I was up all night playing Call of Duty Zombies. Ah, boy, that's like the worst game mode. And I'm sorry, Ryan, I don't want to rag on you. I just... Really? That's the one? Zombies, huh? You know... Okay. Um, I know it relates because she was playing a tower defense game. No, no, yeah, but I think about this. Uh, I think about this from time to time. Whenever I hear someone talk about how battle mode in Mario Kart is the worst mode mm. and how it's trash and I think nah that was my favorite mode okay because uh, that was that was what I just played at Rick's house every day after we made too much loud music as we just do a bunch of Mario Kart battle mode against his I mean battle siblings. mode was fun for sure yeah but everyone hates it wait they just it like is... doing GPs or something yeah they just did races they didn't like mm. shooting and popping balloons or whatever I mean races were pretty fun Particularly in like Double Dash, well, I think Double Double Dash is my favorite of all of them. Yeah, I'm glad we're talking about all these video games. This is helpful. Du- By the way, Double Dash was one of the Summoning Salt videos I watched last week. It was that makes the, sense. I, the I've search seen... for Double Dash shortcuts. Yeah, I've seen one about Mario Kart 64 previously. Right. I think. Well, apparently, so apparently in most Mario Kart games are pretty broken, and there's lots of weird ways to skip around the track and. Mm-hmm do big glitchy shortcuts and stuff like that but apparently for in double dash for like 13 years there was only one shortcut known oh and then in 2018 a, a bunch of them started to get found i think there are eight now well the speed running community has also been becoming more mm, recognized so there are probably more people doing it and paying attention and stuff so yeah he likes zombies i never cared at all about call of duty zombies so yeah whatever teach his own that's right. You know what? There's no accounting for taste. <laughs> also, six days ago, he wrote at Brother Date, yes, the science fiction concept of an entire race of bounty hunters is new and interesting. Yeah, boy. I wish someone could write something slightly more nuanced than that. Yeah. But it doesn't seem like anyone's really got it in them. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I mean, I don't. I'm, is, where's? I mean, I guess Babylon Five is the good stuff. I don't know, but I bet even the Babylon Five, the aliens are probably mainly treated as monoliths. I imagine so. So, uh, you know, I, I'm sure that a lot of it is just how much time are we going to devote to this race on screen? Well, fuck, man, what's the point then? You know. But Shit. then when you have something like the Herogen and Voyager where there's a dude in there who's like, what our society we? is broken and doesn't work. How do we well, work? then you have to think about it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, how does our society work, though? And you go, oh, why did they make the guy ask it? God damn it. Yep. Because, yeah, it doesn't make sense. And you can't just be like, this is how science fiction works because it's it's not really about these people. These people represent something. Mm-hmm. Right. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, five days ago, you retweeted trekmovie.com, who was wishing Jason Alexander, a longtime <laughs> Star Trek fan who played Kuros in the Star Trek Voyager episode Think Tank and returns to the franchise as Dr. Noom on Star Trek Prodigy, a happy birthday. And also, hashtag Seinfeld. 
hashtag Seinfeld, which is basically how you treated that episode. <laughs> it is. I couldn't believe it when I saw this tweet. I was like, man, that's that's exactly how I would have done it. Good job, trackmovie.com. Yeah. Yeah. And then more seriously, the next day, Star Trek Online posted and you retweeted, uh, with the passing of Louise Fletcher, the world has lost a truly lovely woman who made us all deeply love to hate her. Yeah. She is, of course, the one who plays Kai Wynn. Who we've had lots of complimentary things to say about. Yeah. One of the many very good villains in Deep Space Nine. Mm-hmm. They're, yeah, they, they're full of them, aren't they? They got the Marco Lemo, and they uh-huh. got. Uh, uh, I mean, Thelonious Riker yet, but people like him. Yeah, yep. That's what I said. I didn't say Thelonious Riker. I said Wei Yun. You did. Yeah, that's right. That's what you said. The uh, Dow Rock, of course. Very the Dow Rock was a, one of my favorite villains. <laughs> Well, he hated the villagers, and I, no, you know, there was something about that that really struck a chord with yeah. the viewing audience. I think he hated the people, and he hated the village. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, it is mostly uh, Galdicott and Kai Wynn are the yeah. two real strong villains in Deep Space Nine. But you know, the other shows didn't even really have that. Tom oh, walks no. in two episodes. Yeah, they didn't have off. enough recurring characters. Yeah. To do that, eventually, what I love about DS9, I've talked about it a few times on the Star Trek, is there are eventually like 38 main characters, and you're just like, good luck, everybody. I hope you get some lines this week. There's no way to know. <laughs> There's just too many people on this show. Uh, here's one Ryan has a chance at winning. Four days ago, he wrote, at Brother Date, thank you for that absolutely disgusting visual, but also for that outstanding new expression that I will definitely find a way to use in conversation. I mean, that is a problem, because we say many heinous things every week so i can't say for sure what he's talking about uh shannon your wife's enemy mortal enemy uh yeah i get no she's beneath her so it couldn't really be uh told me offline that her daughter uh continues to enjoy listening to us (laughs) just because the one time we mentioned her and i said to her good god don't Mm-hmm. Don't let a child listen to us. And she there's says, a fucking disclaimer hears, in the beginning, right? She hears uh, she hears bad language all the time at home, and it's not the language. That's not the. It's the disturbing ideas. It's not the bad language. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I'm not worried about for. the f's, the f bombs, yeah. and the the s, the s words, and the p words. But I guess we flipped something nasty Ryan's way last last no, time we did a mailbag. You're welcome. Get, play the drop for him. He earned it. All right. That definitely is worth flipping back over to my thing. Do it, do it, uh, do it, do it, do it, do it. Ryan wins! (laughs) Now that continues. It does continue. Uh... Just two days ago, you retweeted an account called Pregame Empire that uh, is showing a a clip um, that has the caption, Chips Given Up, and it is that Colorado is so bad that the mascot is playing solitaire during the game. <laughs> he is with big, comically large playing cards. He's got them laid out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's also a lot of real empty stands oh, on yeah. this clip, too. I've seen some uh, advanced stats lately that say that University of Colorado is the worst power conference program of all time this year. Wow. They that are, would have um, to be very bad. They're, they're being obliterated by bad teams. Uh, like, not like not even putting up a fight against bad teams. They're, they're very bad. 
State doesn't get to face them this year, do they? No, unfortunately. Oh, this would be a good time. Hey, man, State's pretty good. They they messed up Western Michigan last week. so Sometimes when State beats a team, then you get to go on the college football subreddit and see all the fans of that team say, <laughs> Time to fire their coach. Just, the better team just won today. Don't know what to say. <laughs> like, they're so mad about their own team. That Arkansas was so good. Honestly, the Arkansas fans should get down on their knees and thank San Jose State for that loss because they did get rid of that coach, <laughs> and their new coach has been great. The guy they hired has turned the program around entirely. They should fucking send Coach Brennan. That's his name, right? Uh, yeah, that was the coach at that time. I don't know if he still is. Uh, they should send him just so many, so many fruit baskets <laughs> and shit because they are a totally different program now. It was delightful to just watch that Reddit thread that whole night. <laughs> uh, it was just because they were smacked around by San Jose yeah. State. No. No, no Arkansas fan thought they got robbed. Nope. <laughs> no one, no one thought they should have won that game. Everyone was so deflated by losing to San Jose State that they were just like, I don't know what to say. The better team won. <laughs> it's fun to root for a team like San Jose State or like the Warriors back before they were the the, the Death Star when they were right. the old when they were the O'Donnell Foil Warriors. And if you beat somebody. There was like a decent chance the coach was going to resign the next day. Like it <laughs> right. happened like four times one season where they'd be like the it coach didn't and happen. Went, I'm done. It didn't happen with every loss, no. but it was always on the table. Totally on the table where they were just, they'd have suddenly emergency press conferences uh, scheduled for later today. And you'd be like, oh, they're going to do it again. <laughs> yeah, I would be was, like, I just, uh, I don't know. I, you know, once you can't get through to the players anymore, it's just, you know, it's time to move on. <laughs> and you're just like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we're only eleven and seventy-one this season, but they were those were quality wins. <laughs> yeah, it uh, it it is fun sometimes to be a, a fan of one of the very worst teams in the top division. Mm -hmm. uh, just like you know, yeah, sure, maybe the other team will get fired if we steal a win. Maybe our team will puke in a trash can. He's so <laughs> he's so nervous and upset about how his team's playing. Yeah, Here the legend, the legend himself, of Fitz Hill. Yeah, where he was. Uh, Is that the name of one of our episodes, The Legend of Fitz Hill? I think it could be one of the early ones. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Famously was so disgusted by what was happening on the field that he just yarded right in the right in the trash can on the sideline or whatever. Good old state. Uh, anyway, they're decent this year. So if you, if you do choose to watch any football, you should watch state because they, you know, Mountain West is kind of down this year. They might They might get some wins. Yeah, uh, that's from uh, September 1st, 2016. We do have a podcast called The Legend of Fitz Hill. That is early. That's yeah. six years ago. It sure is. This podcast has been going on a long time. <laughs> this is episode 247, and we took a whole year off. So That's right. Uh, that's the end of the mailbag. We're done with the damn mailbag. All right, good. We did pretty. We did a pretty good job. Did you prep something? Uh, yeah, we talked about it a whole lot, uh, a lot of video game talk, so let's do a video game's power hour. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Video game power hour. that rips so hot now you know we noted offline off air that um we hadn't opened this sheet or we hadn't edited this sheet since march 17th 2021 yeah but that's actually only about eight episodes ago and yes uh, if you're listening if you're catching up with the podcast feed now but i do promise that i have heard that song since then <laughs> i definitely have 
That's the song I usually pick if we're jumping on the call and I want to make sure you can hear what's coming <laughs> off my iPad. It's just I too almost hot. always pick the video game Power Hour one. It's it's so hot. So many licks in there. Somebody was on so much cocaine when they did that. <laughs> it is it's pretty coke fueled, yeah. It's amazing. All right, so we, uh, here are the rules. I name a game. Judah tells me his experience with that game. Um, what he what he thinks of it, uh, and then he ranks it against the other ones that are already on this list. We have seventy games already on this list. There was eventually a game worse than Jet Moto, which for a long time was the absolute basement of this project. Yeah. Star Trek Starship Creator, <laughs> the crappy game where the, that you make like three different kinds of starship, maybe. Uh, and then you just looked at them. That was the end of the game. Uh, yeah. And, of course, we have the upper tier of games, headlined by Skyrim. Yeah. Um, but a lot of good games up in the top ten. Secret of Mana, Grand Theft Auto V, Super Mario 3, Final Fantasy VI, Red Dead Redemption, Final Fantasy VII, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, Super Mario Kart Double Dash, and Katamari Damacy. So that's a hot top ten. So the first game, making sure it's not on here, Yo Noid. Yo Noid. All right. We owned this game. We did. I, I could only imagine mom and dad brought it home from a bargain bin. That's why we probably, had so many games back then. Uh, probably. But also, the thing to remember is that our dad worked at Roundtable for a minute <laughs> when he got out of the Navy. Boy, he talked about that a lot, too. He talked about it a lot. You know what's weird is he was in the Navy for what? Four years? Yeah. Talked about it constantly all the time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You still leave a message on my uh, answering machine saying this is your old sea daddy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how long he worked at Roundtable, but he talked about it a fucking ton. He did. And um, I don't know if it's from that or what, but we had a family prejudice against Domino's Pizza. Yeah, the the Noid, you know, he was, he was the Domino's guy. So, like, he's the, he's the Domino's guy. How did we end up with this game? It's very weird. You know, canonically, the Noid is an antagonist in those Domino's commercials. Yes. You want to avoid to the Noid. He's trying to steal pizzas pizza. or always ruining them. That's right. Okay. I, I don't like he might have just been making the delivery late because that was the thing about Domino's, right? <laughs> 30, 30 minutes. That's right. Anyway, we had Yo Noid. Yo Noid is a difficult platformer. Uh, I mean, I always assumed it was difficult because it was poorly made. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That after every level has a weird puzzle mechanic where you have to beat a different other worse Noid yes. in a pizza eating contest by using a sort of stock deck of num- base numbers of pizzas and then a bunch of multipliers. And yeah, it was like a card things game. like red pepper to sabotage your enemy and so on. Mm-hmm. Um People have described this, when you hear someone talk about Yonoid, they describe the pizza eating contest part as if it is inscrutable, yeah. but it is the easiest shit. I don't think we ever yeah. had any difficulty beating the Noid in nope. the pizza eating contest. I think, yes. I think anytime I got to the pizza eating contest at the end of a level, I, we that was easy. That was just math. Yeah, it's just a little tiny bit of math. It's like the e- one of the easiest puzzle games ever made. Yeah. Um, but the platforming was bonkers, dude. There was yeah, an ice level sucks. that was just... <laughs> I actually am still frustrated about the ice level yeah. a little bit. He jumps around on a pogo stick. He uses a yo-yo to attack people. Hit the hitboxes don't make sense. Collision detection's bad. Platforming's bad. Jump mechanics are bad. It's a terrible game. <laughs> um, it is 
You know, honestly, this is the new number 67. This game Ooh. to me feels exactly like it's in between California games and Moon Patrol. Like that's <laughs> that's just perfect and it's not as good as Missile Command for sure. No, I love that it's done with all those Atari games because yeah, it was yeah, yeah, yeah. a NES game and it was it's supposed to be better, but it Moon, was Moon not. Patrol is a, a bad platformer too. But sure. uh but it doesn't have a dumb pizza eating contest mechanic in it. I was going to say earlier so, the pizza eating was my favorite part. Maybe I think it was. I think it's platformer was so bad. That's yeah. right. Um, weirdly, I have songs from this game in my head all the time. We played it a lot. We didn't have all that many games yeah. in retrospect, and sometimes you had to slap in a game you were no good at, like Defender of the Crown or Yonoid, just for some different stuff. Just, just, for just a to difference. break it up. Yeah, yeah. and um, and they were all kind of weird, bad games. We didn't have that many, and a lot of them were weird and bad. So yeah. <laughs> it was like, well, I mean, they're going to play Yonoid. Like you said, Defender of the Crown, maybe I'll throw in the Three Stooges game. I don't know. Yeah. That Three Stooges game is poor, too. I imagine we're going to be talking about that in a minute. No. Uh, no, it's on the list already, I think. Oh, it is number 42. Think, it's yeah, actually above kind of a lot of these games. <laughs> well, I don't know at the time why you thought it was better than uh, Keith Curtis Tetris, Alphazon, for example. Mistake. But um, <laughs> but I, I love Tetris. Maybe you really, maybe you really loved the one where you have to, where you're Larry and you gotta. That's the platformer that you liked. No, that sucks. You have to. You trip and fall all the time in that. While Curly that gets platformer. his While brains gets, beat out. Yeah, exactly. No, the ones that are fun in that game are like the one where you're in the hospital. Oh yeah, another crazy kind of a platformer over um, overhead platformer. Sometimes the oyster eating contest. <laughs> well, I always enjoyed that the music would stop dead and it would just be a reaction shot of Curly. Yes. That had a little bit of charm. The worst the worst thing about that game would definitely be Three Stooges trivia. And then you got to know about... <laughs> the names of the episodes and then of the plot. It'll be like, in the 1921 short, and you'll be like, nope. <laughs> Let's be real here, people. Who the fuck do you think is playing Nintendo? What is happening? I mean, do you think arguably, there's a ton of Three Stooges fans? Right. What's happening? Yeah, that was a weird cash grab. Arguably the best part of the Three Stooges game is the intro where it pretends mm-hmm. to be Ghostbusters 2. And then you're Ghostbusters like, 2, specifically the game Ghostbusters 2, which like we also owned. you put owned. in the wrong game. Which we also owned. We did. Yeah, another weird, yeah, another weird random one. Um, Alright, so Yonoid enters in at 67. Near, near the bottom. Yeah. Um... It's definitely not as good as the bouncer. <laughs> that's that's such a huge insult. <laughs> no, the bouncer. Let's face it, the bouncer is probably a few positions higher because I do wish you could buy a no cactars jacket. Ah, uh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. They did we did get that out of it at least. Also, weirdly, like the final boss. Every time you'd go back and fight him again, because you could just keep playing it over and over again, he'd have like less clothing. Yeah, that yep. was weird. It was pretty weird. Um. So I think uh, we have one from this series already on the list. Uh, Forza Horizon 4. Okay. Forza Horizon 4. I think 4. we, have, we have three on the list, the list already. The okay. Uh, four is fun. You get to drive around England. Um, you get to... There's a hot... No, there's a Lego expansion where you get oh. to drive around in a Lego land and bust shit up. What's Do you remember if there were any, like, mechanics that were introduced in 4 that weren't in 3? So the driving in all of these games is very similar. So the, the things that are different are, like, the kind of activities that are in the weekly playlist and stuff like that. Um, okay. 
No, the, I think the Lego expansion was pretty fun. Uh, I guess if you like England, getting to drive around England, I don't know. Like, so far, none of these games have been set in an area that feels like home to me. The ones that I've played have been in Australia, England, and uh, now Mexico. Sure. So, you know, uh, I like the progression aspect of these games. Uh, I like the sort of arcadey racing. Um, what about collection? There's a lot, a lot of cars to collect. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's some stuff in these games that I don't care about liveries and mm. like all of the social stuff where you have to post a livery or post a tune and then you get paid depending on how many people are using it. And right. well, like, there's a bunch of stuff like that that I I never care about, but uh, I do like the sort of grow the audience at each festival site by doing these events and uh smash all the bonus boards and sort of explore mm. this big open world all that stuff so yeah if they didn't have that you wouldn't uh you wouldn't like you said drive down every road or whatever right so. yeah i think it was probably better than three but here is the thing i'm not sure i think it's better than legend of Lagaya. <laughs> like, I think this is going to sit right above Forza Horizon 3. Because they're basically the same, they're but this, you prefer identical. this one. Yeah, I just, I like that one a little bit better. All right, I can't wait till I ask about Forza Horizon 5. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> the By the way, the only one that I've really played in real time is 5. Right. Yeah. Um, lately, you've been playing that Ninja Turtles game, which made me want to ask you about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade game. Yeah, is that the, not on here? I know the uh, I know the NES one is on here. Yeah, the original one is on, but we did not uh, do the arcade game. By the way, the original uh, one you have up at 11, even though it was yeah. basically impossible. Yeah, but I liked a lot of stuff about that one. Yeah. Um, and in fact, I like the arcade game a little less, although it's probably... I think that on the whole, people probably have had more fun with the arcade game. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably true. But um, whenever I'm exporting the file after we do the podcast, I don't have any music from the arcade game in my head. Nope. So, I mean, it's it just it's less cool, frankly. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, the arcade game's all right. Like it plays pretty similar to the way it played in the arcade. Mm-hmm. But the problem with arcade games and arcade game ports is arcade games are difficult intentionally to suck up quarters and they make a lot of decisions for that reason. And they rarely they rarely get the changes that would be needed to make them as fun at home. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, sure. This is oh, I mean, the same thing little... is true about Final Fight. Like Final right. Fight, good luck. If you don't have Game Genie, good luck beating that thing. Right. It's harder than it needs to be. You don't get as many lives as you'd like or continues. There's no progression because it's all designed to reset with a, you know, at at the next quarter or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be lower on the list because I play games at home. I'm not an arcade guy. Sure. And that's worse than a lot of these games. Sure. I mean, we got a lot of good ones on here already. I mean, shit, man. It's not better than Earthbound, you know? You know where I feel it, it goes is probably probably right here at the new 37. Below Mass Effect and the Forza games, but above the SNES port of SimCity and Pilot Wings. Okay. Pilot Wings is fun, but it's more of a game demonstrated than a game. Uh, yeah, there wasn't a lot of meat on the bones. And though we did, I'm sure, talk about it the other time, when I brought it up the first time. 
what the fuck's up with the military mission they send you on? What's happening? I need yeah, more that, there. That's wild. I that's need wild more. Like, if I just got my license to fly a biplane, why are you putting me in an attack chopper? If there had if there had suddenly been Wing Commander style 15 missions on a branching mission, <laughs> mission tree at that point, yeah. great game. <laughs> Unexpected twist. Great game. That's right. But like, just the boy, one I really mission. thought I was just like a guy learning to get his license to fly a jetpack. But now I'm just in. I'm in a, a brush war or something. Yeah, I really thought this was just a mode seven demonstrator. <laughs> but yeah. Um. Okay. So Ninja Turtles two, in at number thirty seven. How about Jungle Hunt for the Atari twenty six hundred? <laughs> I remember some music from this game, weirdly. Jungle Hunt. You had to so jump on the vine and not pitfall. get... Nope, we couldn't get the real deal. We didn't have Pitfall, we had Jungle Hunt. Huh? You swing on the vines and you don't get eaten by alligator or whatever. Um, That's the game, right? Wasn't that the whole game? No, that's all of it. You're right, yeah. that's everything. It had the Atari, the Atari thing where it would play the opening music and then there'd be no other music the rest of the time. Yeah, so there'd just be bonk, 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 bonk sounds <laughs> yeah. for the rest of the whole game. Uh, I remember so little about this game Okay, that I think, yeah, I think all I can do is say this game wasn't nothing. <laughs> the, I mean, it just, it just wasn't nothing. It's... um. It's below Max Payne. It's still above Jet Moto. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you don't know much about it, but you know that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it was one of the ones we played a lot because it was pretty repetitive. Uh, not that other Atari games weren't, but I just, I do remember the opening music, which is weird. Uh, how about something from the Turbo Graphics? You've been. All right, sure it's going to be Tricky Kick or Clax. I'm sure you've been missing. Or deep Blue. You've been missing Turbo Graphics. No, weirdly, we haven't put Pac-Land on this list. Okay, that is weird. What so, a fucking game that was. <laughs> so Pac-Land, it takes everyone's favorite character, Pac-Man, who eats dots and chases ghosts and is chased by goats. Mm-hmm. Ghosts. Ghosts would be cool. <laughs> that would be an interesting twist. And puts him in a side-scrolling platformer like Mario Brothers. Yes. Um, where he's got to run. How fucking desperate was Turbo Graphics? They're like, no one cares about Bonk. We put all our money into Bonk. No one gives a shit about Bonk. What <laughs> are we going to do? It's just been we... a losing proposition for us since day one. There's got to be another video game character that people will, will like if we can license them. And then someone's like, I fucking got it. Who's the best pa- Who's the best video game character of all time? Pac-Man. Pac-Man. And everyone just fucking lost their shit in the room and they paid fucking $10 million or whatever to get the Pac-Man <laughs> license. And then they made this. Well... Anyway, you run all the way to the right, dodging stuff and jumping on stuff, and sometimes you can have a hat. And at the <laughs> when you get to the right, you grab a weird fairy, and then you got to run back to the left. What were you doing with that fairy? Don't know. What happened? You put it under your fucking hat, I guess. <laughs> and then you, yeah, and then you run back, and the music's going faster, and the sun's going down, and uh, you have yeah. to be home in time to have dinner with Ms. Pac-Man. I don't remember what the stakes were. And Pac-Man Junior. And Pac-Man Jr. Yeah, so a couple of things. One, Pac-Man canonically fucks. Yep. Two, there's a fairy involved somehow. Three, it's kind of a mid-grade platformer. It's definitely not as bad as some of the other platformers we've described today, like Yonoid. Sure. But it's not it's not smooth and great. No. 
No, I don't remember it being good. I remember the music being fucking aggravating. This is, um, yeah, I've got the spot for this. This is the new number 53. Oh, take that, Dynasty Warriors 9. Yep. It's better nice than idea. Dynasty Warriors 9, but worse than Super Mario Brothers 2. Nice idea, Dynasty Warriors 9, but you really, you didn't get it done. Nope, you made a big empty China with permanently respawning enemies that no one cares about. Yep. All right, Pac-Land. Yeah, hell yeah, Pac-Land. You're ahead of an Animal Crossing game. Who knew? Yeah, the worst one. The worst sure, one. Sure, sure. I get it. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, How much did you play Star Trek The Next Generation for Game Boy? I don't think I played it at all. I know we had a Game Boy. And we did have the Next Generation game, and I remember playing it until we must have, I couldn't We must have got it. it. At a, a time when I didn't care about it or something, because I have no memory of Star Trek The Next Generation for Game Boy. All right. Well, that's why I wanted to ask, because I'd have a replacement for that one. All right. All right. Uh, weirdly, not on the list so far, Need for Speed 3 Hot Pursuit. Need for Speed 3 Hot Pursuit. This game came out about, about what, 98? When was, it was a PlayStation 90s. game. Yeah, it was, a, it was a PlayStation game, so it was, you know, mid to late 90s. Yeah, 96, 97, 98, somewhere in there. <laughs> um, you drive Ferraris and Lamborghinis and run from the cops in the best mode and the maybe the only yes. mode I care about. There's only four racetracks, but there's like two versions of each one. Yeah. The music the music is pretty cool. Like more instruments keep getting added in on subsequent laps, or is it the yeah. better you're doing the more instruments I, you I, hear? I think it was laps. I'm I think it's just laps and I'm confusing that with the the better you do in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, the better the music is. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, the more whatever objectives you complete. Right. Um, <laughs> Hold on, is Bill and Ted on here? I don't know if Bill and Ted's Excellent Video Game Adventure is on here yet. I don't see it. I'll have to make a note for the future. It's like deeply broken, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, it was extremely unfortunate. Like a lot of games in that era. There was no yeah. fix. They couldn't fix it. So, uh, so Need for Speed 3 Hot Pursuit was kind of... It was the first time I remember playing, loading up a video game and the things in the video game looked, to me, as good as in real life. And it was the cars in Need for Speed 3. Yeah, not good. Not the tracks and the buildings and stuff next to them. But no, like, not the nasty flat trees and stuff. When you were be driving uh, and you'd be driving under some trees in one of those tracks that had trees on the side and you'd see the leaves reflected in the back window of the car or whatever... Yeah. I was like, this is as good as it ever needs to be. You were like, yeah, this is the power of the PlayStation yeah. Entertainment system. We have arrived. Uh, Need for Speed 3. Plus, running from the cops was pretty fun. Oh, Plus they the gave music, them boss hog voices and shit. <laughs> so that they yes. crash and they'd be like, ah! And they were like, pull over your car now! Oh, it, was, it was good. Yeah, that was a pretty good game. Um, let's see, it's better than Wing Commander, but it's not better than Final Fantasy VIII. Okay. It was good. We played it a lot. Like, I, I I don't know what our most played PlayStation games were, but that was we that was often in the machine. So. Yeah, I mean, I think we've got Air Combat Two is down here. But that was definitely played a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes just put in the CD player to play the music. <laughs> well, what was incoming was a. Giant enemy, uh, giant enemy fortress. fortress. Yeah, 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 definitely. All right, we've already got two Mario Karts on here, but I'm going to say Mario Kart 64. 
Uh, Mario Kart 64 is not as good as Mario Kart Double Dash. No, that's the best one. But it's one. better than Super Mario Kart. So we're definitely... That's a pretty big window here. Yeah. Uh, Mario Kart 64 was the first one I played a ton of. Yeah. We played, we played a, a fair amount of Super Mario Kart, but it, Super Mario Kart was pretty basic. If Super Mario Kart we didn't own. We always rented it. Yeah. I bet we rented it so many times we definitely should have bought it. This... Mario Kart 64, I'm dropping it in in between GoldenEye and Monster Rancher. Also feels like it's of that era. <laughs> well, that helps. I think that helps me find a place for it, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I've got it. We got it above Fallout New Vegas and Vice City. Vice City was... Vice City was good, but it wasn't San Andreas. Do, do, what do you remember about Mario Kart 64? Any of the tracks or... Yeah, I kind of remember uh, the Bowser's Castle from Mario Kart 64. Oh, sure. Um, yeah, because it was getting more 3D-y than it was yes, in the original Mario right. Kart, which was using lots of whatever it was using to try to simulate 3D right. that just looked trash. Yeah, I remember uh, I remember that one. I think I remember the sort of Mario Raceway, Luigi's Raceway or whatever from that game, too. The more generic-looking ones. Yeah. It had the coins yeah. on the track. Where, maybe the original one had that, too. They, well, it did, the but coins. they were they were on the track in the original. Like, they looked painted. Ah, right. All right. Um, so in it, uh, 24. Mario yeah. Kart 64. Um... We have many of these on, but we do not have just original vanilla Grand Theft Auto 3. I mean, Grand Theft Auto 3... So before Grand Theft Auto 3, Grand Theft Auto was a game that you had to play on a computer. Uh, it's a weird top-down game, and it was all irreverent. And there was mm. actually nothing that cool about playing it. No, you could like take the car to the crusher. and yeah, It was actually kind of a lot like the Three Stooges game where you had to drive the... Where you have to push the uh, gurney, gurney through the halls. <laughs> sure, yeah. Actually, like you'd run. Oh, there's be a whole string of Elvises you could kill or whatever, mm. right? Yeah, uh, that, that's fun. Uh. So Grand Theft Auto Three was big because it was like it was a big. Oh, it's the open world game. Yeah, that it was kind sandbox. Of defined the open world games. Yep. Um, that said, I mean, look honestly, it had some shit in it that was. At the time, you were like kind of mind blowing, like the way the gangs just kept going and doing their things. Yeah, and you could just like go to certain intersections, and there would just be a random gang war happening. Stuff it had like lots that. of it had lots of cool stuff, but yeah. it was missing some stuff that came along, um, like right away. Like you can't swim in Grand Theft Auto Three. If you touch, you go into the water, you do die. Your dude's one of those aliens that can't touch water. There's not really flight in Grand Theft Auto Three. No, there was like a weird dodo that you could like kind of get off the ground or something, but he couldn't Right, it had its wings anywhere. clipped and it didn't really fly. Yeah. Uh, but helicopters and actual mm. flyable airplanes become a lot a lot bigger in the next game. Uh, are there motorcycles yet in Grand Theft Auto 3? No, I don't think there are. I don't think there were. Yeah. And there certainly weren't bicycles like there were in San Andreas. So the th it was impressive at the time. Uh all the I'd still t about twice a month. I do think, and we begin, and all <laughs> that 
we got. Oh, yeah. As the radio was a big deal. Like, yeah, the radio uh, was a big It had Laszlo and it had all the fake ads. And, yep. uh, and of course, all the great rap station with that song on it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, uh, it, it was important. It had to happen. But Vice City improved on it immediately in a lot of ways. So, oh, yeah, man. The first time you... You step into Vice City and you get in the car and turn it on and fucking Billy Jean's playing or something. And you're just like, right. oh, yeah, no, this is better. <laughs> um, So this is maybe controversial, but I'm putting it in between Airport Tycoon and Legend of Lagaya. I mean, that is tough considering its legacy, certainly. Yeah. But, I mean, we did enjoy a good game of Airport Tycoon. Pff, time to add God. more. Time to add more check-in desks, dude. It's just time. Yep. <laughs> Uh, once upon a time, when I was still in Boston, we played Call of Duty Black Ops together on the PS3? Yeah, Call of Duty Black Ops in at number 32. Oh, is it already on there? Oh, all right. Well, let's move on then. Okay. I searched that earlier. Um, Jackbox Party Pack 5. Okay. So we've been playing these Jackbox games just a ton mm-hmm. uh, as part of our uh, the game night that I started during COVID Jackbox Party Pack 5 has Madverse City a game that you and I both really enjoy and no <laughs> one else, else game night likes at all everybody hates that game so much I can't understand it I make so many good raps about both Ben Savage and his brother yeah we're very good at um what i call akewood style raps where the (laughs) last line of the rap verse might be if you want you can watch a video clip where an iranian shoots a horse in the brain (laughs) which has nothing to do with the previous uh, material uh i always enjoy everyone else's raps i enjoy my raps and no one else seems to enjoy anything except you it seems to enjoy anything about the whole process the game that you and i are the only people that enjoy um it has one of the you don't know jacks who cares about mm-hmm. that's just a trivia game it has uh zeeple dome which yeah. is again kind of a kind of a platformy real-time game which this system is not suited for no. it has patently stupid which is one of the creative games which also never play real real well with the exception maybe of tko uh yeah um and has split the room which uh which gets some play for us but this is not one of the one of the most beloved of the packs that we play no i in fact i pulled it at random and then looked at what was on it yeah so we play more from that than we play of six maybe maybe six is about the same four about the same I guess each one of these party packs really only has about two games that we play. That's the thing, is like there's always a couple of winners and a couple of duds, and you just, you learn which ones are the good ones. Yeah. So, Yeah, we played a lot of Split the Room, and really that's the only one that people ever wanted to play. We did play Madverse City a number of times until it was clear no one else wanted to play it. (laughs) Fucking idiots. Uh, It is a real shame. Um, But, you know, this is a good way to play... uh, play games with your friends yeah so you know is it as good as little league baseball no it's the new number 47 i mean you think about how much time we spent playing game night since the pandemic started like it's we've these games in general maybe not pack five have gotten a ton of play so yeah well actually i'm sure steam will tell me how much that's true it is a steam 
a Steam product for you. I'm not uh, sure there's any I have, we have 10.7 hours of Party Pack 5 on record. Okay. So maybe Just crazy taking a look. We have 14 hours of Party Pack 3, 19 of Party Pack 4, 40 for Party Pack 6. Oh, okay, there's something on there we like. Is that the Alien That's uh, Trivia Murder Party. Is oh, we play most. And we played a lot a of Push the Button, too, in the beginning. Push the Yeah, when we had enough people, Push the Button was pretty epic. Uh, 32 hours of 7 uh and about 10 of eight so yeah yeah, uh this is this is not one of the higher ones like i said i'm sticking it in at the new number 47 right below little league baseball it's true it's no little league baseball you can't be uh, what is will or uh... oh (laughs) i mean canada was always my team sure 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 um. Well, since I'm in need of another one, and we mentioned it earlier, Bill and Ted's Excellent Video Game Adventure. Bill and Ted's Excellent Video Game Adventure. In Bill and Ted's Excellent Video Game Adventure, you get a mission to go to a land. You look up the land in a phone book. You play a very weird kind of pool game where you shoot your... Uh, yeah. Phone booth from number to number. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> then when you get there, you have to find Sitting Bull a lawn chair or mm. find Julius Caesar salad dressing or whatever. Some pun yep. based yeah, on yeah, the yeah. person's name or identity. Exactly. Um, there are people that run around. Uh, sometimes they hate you. Sometimes they don't. You can throw pudding to distract them or play music to make them dance, but they'll be real mad about it if you do that. They get real mad when the music ends. You better be near your objective when that music ends. There are dumb and bad horse riding sections, and oh, eventually so bad. you just have to find the right rock that contains the item you're looking for and the right building that contains the person you're looking for. That's it. And because the game is broken, sometimes they don't spawn correctly. And that's it. And it's not possible. And that's how it goes. And you just go, well, I couldn't save anyway, so either way, I was just going to play and stop. So (laughs) Then when you complete the mission and get out of there, you see a little cutscene that shows how well you're doing, basically by... By the number of instruments that are playing and how well they're being played. You guys just get better at playing the guitar the whole time. So yeah. it is, it's a bad idea for a game and it's badly executed, <laughs> <coughs> but there is something charming about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. They uh, did like that back in the day. You'd just be like, well, I guess we got to make a Bill and Ted video game. And be like, does anyone want to work on it? And no one would raise their hand. And you'd just be like, all right. Uh, Jerry, this is yours. You gotta, you got to head this up. I'll give you three developers. Good luck. And then it's just like, it's just a piece of shit. And you're just I, done. I think there's actually some oral history on this game. This game might have been made by one person in three months or something. Hold on. <laughs> I mean, it's a piece of shit, so... Excellent I would believe video it. Video game adventure. You appear to have put it in at sixty-seven, which puts it right behind Final Fantasy twelve, a game that must be much better. But I don't know. Not, we both got we both stopped playing it at the same point, basically. Yeah, that's where I put it. And uh, ahead of Star Trek: The Next Generation for SNES, which um, another game that was pretty bad. Pretty if bad. It, but... If it wasn't broken, it was you at least needed to have the the Game Informer magazine with the maps in it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Whatever whatever I thought I knew about this is not in the Wikipedia article. But anyway, 
um, it's uh, it's made by a video game company called LJN that really only made bad games. <laughs> well, that's good to be known for something. Yeah. They made. Um, I guess I guess this article is not helpful, but every time you see an LJN game on a video game review, it's it's usually a trash. So, yeah, we did ten more. We did ten we got more up to of these. eighty. We got eighty games on here now. Yeah, and there are more. We didn't really get any more. super good ones though. Nothing really. Nothing sniffed the top ten today. Do you want to cut things there, or do you want to do uh, another round of our riveting trivia game? Um, a plot, B plot. Yeah, why don't we do that? Because you've been teasing me that it's going to happen, and now I kind of want to play it. All right, let's do that then. Quiz time for Ryan and no one else. Torture for Judah and Matt. I'm excited. Matthew, the A-plot of this first episode is Mr. James is running for president. Okay, and, good one. And everyone wants to know why. What's his game? Yeah, that's the first episode of season three, I think. It is the first episode of season three. Is the B-plot for that episode? Mm. The staff is unhappy with their review in the annual radio guide. That doesn't feel right. Is it? Matthew comes back from vacation with a mustache. It's a hundred percent that. It's five. It's five hundred percent Matthew's mustache. <laughs> is it Beth dates Jimmy's weird nephew, or is it D no B plot? I knew that one so well that I was thinking about it, and I was just not sure if it if there was maybe another plot that I had forgotten, no. and that was the C plot. No, that's the only one. Uh, if I if it's worth listening to the multiple choice because if I ever think there are two, I list them both. Okay. Um, fun fact: I once played this episode in a journalism and film class <laughs> at northeastern because i wanted to sit down and watch news radio for half an hour i mean that's fair 20 minutes whatever it was uh it is matthew's mustache it is still delightful to see the the three women's reactions to matthew's mustache <laughs> as he turns around that's very well done yep yeah they did they nailed that one for sure um that's a really good episode. There's so much good stuff in that. He could hire and Steve Forbes to be his cleaning lady. It is ultimately revealed that it, he's doing it because of uh, his, his ongoing wife hunt. Yeah. Okay. Can win. He's gonna win. He's got a billion dollars. He could hire Steve Forbes to be his cleaning lady. Yep. Uh, all right. I knew you were going to get that one. Okay. I knew you would remember. I feel good about that. That's good. You would remember behind the, uh, behind uh, Jimmy James as he runs his, as his he does mustache. his big campaign speech, that the picture is lowered to only show half of his face because it is the picture that he gave Matt of him with a, Matthew of him with a mustache. <laughs> so I knew there was yeah. no chance you wouldn't get that one. It's the one where he wants his campaign song to be uh, "Life's Been Good" by um, Joe Walsh. Yes. What's that one? Except he doesn't say it. He's like, what's that one? My, uh, Maserati, my Maserati does 185. And then and someone Beth says, been good to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, that's the one where... Uh, and they Lisa... do play a Hail to the Chief or arrangement of that song. Also, yes. Comes out on stage, so. <laughs> they really did Le license it. 
Lisa, uh, I remember Lisa saying that she doesn't even have, she doesn't even remotely have what it, she doesn't even have anything remotely resembling what it takes. Yes. To be with Matthew and his mustache. Yes. (laughs) All right. Anyway, yes. Knew you were going to get that one. Number two, the corporate retreat, Lisa and Dave are fighting, Joe and Matthew are fighting. Okay. All comes to a head at the corporate retreat. Um, if you need a little more context, uh, Lisa tells Dave that he doesn't need to prep for it. They're just going to spit in all and the then she has several color coded. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Right. Is the B plot a Dave steals Bill's cane? Okay. B Bill is outraged about the use of that word. Sure. <laughs> Penis. Or C Bill returns all the items he's stolen over the years. Or D mm. no B plot. I am going to say Kane. You think this one's Kane? I think this might be the Kane episode. It's either Kane or no B plot, I think, but Kane. Uh, oh, shit. I'm trying to find oh, where I have I this on my master list. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it. Uh, I mean, the answer is Kane. You're right. It's oh, Kane. okay. <laughs> I, I seem to remember him being really upset about something with Lisa or whatever and laying down on his couch. And, um, and then Bill coming and, and lifting Bill the couch. comes in and looking at everything in his office slyly, not so slyly, and then eventually lifting the couch before he starts to leave the room and he notices Dave looks over at the window. I started to move toward the door and you looked at the window. <laughs> and he says the craziest thing that that must mean that the cane is hidden either on, like, on the windowsill or taped on the wall outside the, the wall window. Outside the window, which sounds nuts. But then as he goes to inspect it, Dave has to admit that he stole this game. <laughs> and he does have it taped outside the window. <laughs> All right, so two good. for two. Two right, for good. two. Can I'm filled you, with confidence. Can you go uh, three for three? Hmm. Matthew, this episode is Jamie James is going to sell the station. Okay. Is the B-plot A? Dave picks Matthew to cover the New Hampshire primary to avoid the appearance of favoritism. Okay. Is it B? Joe instigates a prank war between Bill and Catherine. Okay. Is it C? Joe keeps trying to hit on Catherine by improving her desk. Hmm. Or is it D? No B plot. Hmm. I mean, it feels like a no B plot because it feels like that's the whole episode. But every time I've guessed that, I've been wrong. I remind you that uh, three of the first, I forget, 16 or something are no B-plots. So it is always a real option. Okay. Uh, uh, Catherine's desk? No B-plot. Son of a fucking Jimmy bitch. James what did I tell you earlier? Station. I said I have to trust my first, I, yeah. I have to trust my first instinct. Oh, uh, well, two for three, two for three this time. So you're now like I three for six overall. I remembered Matthew being handcuffed to the chair, and I remembered that being in protest to the station being sold. Yes. And then at the end, he managed, he gets one win in the entire series, and it's the end of this episode. Yes. Um. But I thought there must be another one. But yeah, no, that was no no B plot. Hmm. All right. Well, you're three for six on this game. That is sure to amuse. 
Just us and us alone. <laughs> even the creators of News Radio would not remember these. And now for something that won't even amuse us, we are going to go back on the clock because <laughs> next time we get together, it is a Star Trek week. Yay. And if you are going to watch along, we haven't had notes from Ben in a couple of weeks, but if you're going to watch along, the episodes we will be discussing are, for TNG, Conundrum. Oh, okay. Hey. All right. You know, I was just about to say, normally I'm really excited for Star Trek, but the last few weeks are kind of beating it back out of me. <laughs> so, but hey, Conundrum. Okay. All right. Deep Space Nine, A Simple Investigation. Oh, yeah. I'm back down again. And I will be describing Voyager next week when we talk about Juggernaut. I'm back up because you're doing that. So this is going to be a good week for me. I'm pretty <laughs> excited. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, so that'll be week 113 of our Star Trek project. And that, those are the episodes you should watch. Yeah. In the meantime, send us some mail. I think it was just me and Ryan this week. So yeah. if anyone else wants to, I don't know, pay attention to your your favorite podcast and send us some stuff to talk about that'd be nice that's at brother date on the twitter machine um you can uh email us brothers at brother date.com you can go to brother date.com i don't know if video games power hours up there probably isn't but yeah it isn't okay so you can't look at that but you can look at um that led zeppelin tournament's probably up there sure is check that out um and podcatchers as you know are Catch racist pot. they're racist ah. and um you know we didn't used to get to say that stuff and now i think we all are a little bit more sophisticated about podcatchers and the social <laughs> issues that are, that are connected to them that's it everybody goodbye bye bye How fucking desperate was Turbo Graphics? They're like, no one cares about Bonk. We put all our money into Bonk. No one gives a shit about Bonk. What are <laughs> we going to do? It's just been we... a losing proposition for us since day one. Resubscribe.